entrepreneur what habits contribute to success? We have. So we decided to ask other entrepreneurs what their number one habit for personal growth is. On this episode, we're going to find out what three different past or future guests of the podcast had to say. So let's cue up the intro and find out. Welcome to Living to the Max with Laura and Zach. Have you ever wondered why some people are living the life of their dreams and others are just dreaming of living? The truth is, too many people are living an average life and accepting that as their destiny. They have bought into the lie that life is about merely surviving. And that lie is making people broke, sick, tired, and lonely. If you refuse to accept the status quo and desire to live the extraordinary life you are called to, then this podcast is for you. If you are willing to do your part to create your dream life and you desire to fulfill your God-given purpose, then welcome to the movement. The Bible says the thief only comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but that God came to give life and life in all its abundance. God created you with a purpose and designed you to live an abundant life. The question is, will you accept the life He has called you to live? Join your hosts, Laura and Zach, as together we learn from principles in the Bible how to do our part to get the most out of our finances, health, and relationships. And ultimately, how to live life to the max. Welcome to Living to the Max. My name is Laura, and first up, we ask business owner and coach Lisa Frank her number one habit for personal growth. If you want to hear more from Lisa, you can go back and we had interviewed her last year on the show. So here's Lisa's answer. All right. So what is my one habit that really improves my personal growth? At first I was like, oh my gosh, I have five or seven that I really love. But then I noticed it said one. So I'm going to be, I'm going to follow the rules and just choose one. So in really thinking about that, I definitely have to say that the number one habit would be waking up before my kids do, before the sun rises, and just having that one-on-one time with God and really getting into the Word, um, using that time to journal my thoughts and where God is, is leading me and what He's telling me and what's heavy on my heart what I need to release, what I need to think more about, what I, what I need to draw more into, um, who I'm praying for, who's on my heart. It's just such a, a time of um, sacred connection for me. And I also use that time to do you know, certain studies that, are, that I, I'm interested in, um, in addition to being in the Word. And I think I just find that I'm most creative during that time as well. I once read somewhere that the creative mind rises early and the editing mind sleeps in. And I also, in in connection with that, it went on to say a scientific study of brain circuits confirmed that this creative activity is highest during and after sleep, while the analytical parts of the brain the editing and proofreading parts become more active as the day goes on. So I think it's why 
you know, you're in that, that early morning time, right after you get up, you're not feeling rushed. Um, you know, if you have not, if you're getting up early enough to, to pave and make that space for yourself, you're not rushing into the day. You're not, um, answering to a bunch of people. You're not turning on your phone and reading emails. You're just taking that time to yourself and, um, praying, reading, uh, talking to God. And that's, that's where I feel just at my best. It's, it really allows me to ease into the morning. And when my kids wake up, I am um, present with them. I'm able to be really present with them and intentional and little, you know, if they're not in a good mood, I don't react to their mood. I, I stay in like alignment with, um, you know, who the mom I want to be. Whereas if I don't, if I don't wake up early and I'm in rush mode, that's a stressor for me. And, and I just start feeling extremely stressed when I'm in rush mode. Um, and same with, you know, with my husband, it, we're more easy. We, we, we often will find ourselves arguing in the morning if I don't have that alone time. And I've noticed, um, with the word of God and I notice the same for him. If he sleeps in and he doesn't have that alone time, we're just more, uh, apt to get into a silly argument. So it benefits me in my personal life, my family life, my, our business, um, my goals, um, the kind of person that I want to be. I'm just a better person when I have that time in the morning to, uh, truly just connect and not just, um, rush throughout my day, but really just be intentional about, what I'm going to do with the time that I've been given. And I, and I find that when I miss that time, yes, when I miss that time, I am just not like who I want to be and who I feel God's calling me to be. So I need that early morning time with God in the word, um, journaling, writing, and that, that is the number one habit that I would definitely say, um, contributes to my personal growth. Next, we have hypnotherapist and nutritionalist Holly Higgins. If you want to learn more from Holly, she will be on our show next week. So here is Holly's answer. Hello, this is Holly Higgins. My most important habit for personal growth. I'm a little bit biased because I am a hypnotherapist and I specialize in subconscious reprogramming. So I know the importance of this, and I also live the importance of this. So when it comes to the most important thing for my personal growth, it is awareness. Awareness is noticing what my brain says to me that might be holding me back. Noticing what are those negative stories, those negative beliefs, those things that creep up that keep me feeling small and constrained, the number one thing I have to do is cultivate awareness of those, call those out and say, oh, hey, story, hey, limiting belief. I see what you're trying to tell me. And mm, that's not how I want to live my life. So it's me taking the driver's seat and telling my brain what I want to think rather than letting my brain run me. So once I've developed awareness around any limiting beliefs or 
things that are coming up that are keeping me small, then I can do the healing and the subconscious reprogramming work to step into a new level of being with my beliefs, my behaviors, my thoughts, all of it. There's a lot of different tools that I use for this, uh, given that this is my specialty and and I, I do this for a living, but I will have a healing session myself. I will do self-hypnosis and every single month I am working on a new program for my subconscious mind. So when I go to bed, I am listening to a tape every single night, about 15 to 20 minutes where I just get to listen and absorb and then embody who I want to be by giving my brain deliberate instructions. So it is a combination of that awareness of what are the sticking points that are coming up for me and then deliberate subconscious reprogramming actually telling my brain (laughs) via an audio file every single night, hey brain, this is what I want you to think, believe, feel, and do on purpose. And in that receptive state right before bed, that is when the brain just soaks up information like a sponge. So whether you are working with a hypnotherapist or you want to try a DIY application of this, this can even look like that practice that you've probably heard before of every single morning and every single evening writing down your goals. This programs them on a deeper subconscious level. When you see those every single day, when it becomes a habit, when you come face to face and writing down your goals every single day, that drives them down into the subconscious. So there's a lot of different tools, a lot of different methods for doing this. But I like to put myself to sleep every night (laughs) because I'm a weirdo like that. Hope it helps. Hope you are living to the max. Lastly, we have Sunil Godsey. He's an entrepreneur, business consultant, author, and speaker. So let's hear from him on what his greatest habit for personal growth is. So here is Sunil's answer. So the answer to what is your most important habit for personal growth and why, and the first thing uh, and the only thing that people should do when it comes to your listeners is that you reflect on the decisions that you've made in the past, both good and bad. And there's a particular thing that I found after interviewing over a thousand people on how intuition has impacted their life, as well as diving into tens of thousands of uh, hours and research, uh, academic research, is that We have these things called intuitive signals. And if you think about intuition, almost like when you're driving a car, when you press the button or turn the keys, you hear the engine roar. And these are things called intuitive signals. You don't necessarily have to pop open the hood. And popping open the hood is something that I'm going to reserve for our podcast interview. But when you listen to the engine... You get a sense of whether the engine is is worrying good or bad. And this is really tied to positive signals and negative signals. And so every single day, the one habit I do is that whenever I make a decision, because I've taken the time to figure out what my positive and negative signals are and the inventory of them, because they're all unique to each one of us, then what happens is every time I make a decision, 
if it's a positive signal coming through, I know that it's a decision that I can make. And if it's a negative signal coming through, then there's a decision that I'm about to make, which is the wrong one. And where we have to spend a little bit more time in taking this inventory is that in a negative signal, if let's say we have this common thing called a voice or a gut, which is pretty common, that voice or gut could be signal number one or signal number three. If it's signal number one, you're golden because that's your first negative signal. That means you shouldn't make that decision. But if that happens to be signal number three, then what happens is you've missed signal number one and signal number two. And what that, what that means is that you've missed two bad decisions. And when you've mass, missed pat, two bad decisions, that could be that you've either stubbed your toe or you're headed towards bankruptcy. You just don't know. And so for me, I'm always paying attention to what those signals are. And for now, I've been in the game now, so to speak, for a while. But for your listeners, they can start the same game today by reflecting back on those signals that they've done in the past um, that have been good. Uh, and so they look at a good decision. And what do they feel like in the moment? They look at a bad decision. And what did that feel like in that moment? And particularly with the bad decisions, was that the first signal? Or was that actually signal number three? And if it was signal number three, what was the decision before that that got you to make that decision? Uh, and what was the signal? Be, and, if, and so if you go back one, now you're in signal number two, what prompted that decision? And how did that feel like? And so now, even today, if you haven't taken the time, which many of us haven't, then what you're doing is you're gathering this inventory of positive and negative signals. And when you do that today, now every single decision you make after that exercise is going to be the right one. And what happens is when you do that, you stop wasting your time making the wrong ones because you've ignored a signal. And that's essentially how intuition works. And when in the podcast series, of course, I'll pop open the hood and I will share with you a lot of the science that backs up the fact that it's subconscious nature. It happens much earlier than we think. Uh, you're actually born with it. Um, and we'll go through a number of examples that is backed by science and research. So that this, yes, we may think about it as an intangible, but it is so powerful. And when you trust it to make every single decision, you make every decision, every single decision, the right one in whatever situation you're in. And that's how you live a life full of happiness and success. We hope you all enjoyed uh, today's podcast. I know it was a little bit different format. We hope you enjoyed it. We hoped you enjoyed learning from the people um, that answered this question. If you want to know more about them, uh, there is information in the show notes. And again, we are so thankful for you joining us today. And remember, don't do normal. Live to the max. Hey, thank you for listening to Living to the Max. There are several opportunities for you to take advantage of today. So first, you can head over to lauraandzack.com to check out resources and opportunities that can assist you in your journey of living your max life. To connect with us, you can find us at Instagram at Laura and Zach, or take advantage of our Facebook group by joining at facebook.com backslash Laura and Zach. All of those are spelled L-A-U-R-A-A-N-D-Z-A-K. We look forward to connecting with you and we hope that you have a fantastic day. Bye for now.